I said engineering is a definition. It's held. Whereas architecture is an abstraction, which you people then define into details. This is episode number nine, part two of Architectural Musings with Krishna Rao Jason. Hey guys, welcome to the Akyan Podcast, India's very own architecture podcast, all about Indian architecture, architects, and a lot more. On this episode, Jason Sir continues talking about his journey in architecture, from designing a famous auditorium in Tirupati as a young junior architect, establishing his own practice called Jason Fountainhead, more about the various projects that he has designed over the years, which have received wide recognition and awards, great tips for young architecture students and architects, and a lot more. Before we get to the show, it would be great if you guys could like and subscribe on whichever podcast platform you're listening from. And for the show notes, please head to achyan.com slash 08. Now, without further ado, we have with us Krishna Rao Jason. But I didn't bother. Hmm. Because at that same time... He said, what about your degree? I said, degree can come home. <laughs> the joke was happening. I was teaching, doing my thesis. The diploma, they said, how can this fellow teach if he doesn't <laughs> even have a degree? They learned about it a little later. The professor didn't mind. He said, no. All the students there said, what so-called students, <laughs> yeah. we want him to, because he's taking us detail to detail. Three things happened. At Chitra's office, that year, he had gone abroad. Okay. okay. In the second year, 1966, 1968. Okay. 70s when I started. Right. He went. He had gone abroad. I'm writing a lot of stories short. Then his wife said there is a request from a university design an auditorium. Okay. So. All nobody, all the other senior architects said, who wants to design this auditorium? It will never come up. Yeah. It's a waste of time. <laughs> this fellow, put him on. He's the youngest fellow here. Okay. Put him on. So they came and said, put him on. Whom to ask? He's not there. I was at that time very fond of Candler's and Oscar Nemeus works, okay. the shells. Mm. That had gotten to my half to Buckminster Fuller, after a Mies van der Steel, this concrete came into my life. I designed, working on it, the huge auditorium, just four sketches. Horse, the horse uh, saddle, the saddle back. The little shell here and the bigger shell here and the inner shell, you put it there, one inner auditorium, an outer went just for the fun of it. I put a huge auditorium, 150 feet by 270 feet span. Never done in the world, forget India. Never done in the world. Four sketches. I sketches, put it and sent it. Mm-hmm. Office also, where it's going to come to big deal. Sometimes you don't know. Yeah. It went. Then Chitale returned back. On the table was a cover from the Sri Venkateshwara University. A nice big cover was there. He didn't open it for two days. Third day he opens it up because he's a very mm-hmm. big architect, one mm-hmm. of the biggest in the south. Your project has been approved. Can you please go ahead with it? Wow. Only four lines. Then he calls the chief architect. Who, what design here? What is the approval? What have you people applied for? No, sir, they requested an auditorium. We sent an auditorium design. It has been approved. Where is the design? 
then the balakrishnan was the secretary he said jaisim did the project sir you know but they approved it. he has no clue of this he said where is the drawing so i went showed him this okay idiot you think you can build this in india <laughs> Hmm? Okay. Shell. He said sorry. Then he said okay. Next time you do anything, I blast you. <laughs> Literally almost. But okay. since he knew me, it was I was taking class, I was running around. Yeah, right. He said don't do this. I cannot. At least you should have asked these people. He said nobody would help. Not. I mean to cut things short. Hmm. He they wrote a letter saying we will redesign the auditorium to more local conditions of construction. Okay. One line. No, the board has approved it. We want it built. Oh, wow! Luckily, there was an young structural engineer who was hanging around. Okay. His favorite. He looked at me and said, "Can you sit and work the details with me? Hmm? Come to the site when we went." I said, "This is what we shell, edge beam, ring beam, put thrust beams, put the saddle, put the design." We sent the drawings. So you and the engineer worked it out. We made a drawing, complete structural drawings, and sent it out. Here, I'll cut short two things that happened. Okay. I didn't realize after this. Many, many, many years later, I had gone to Tirupati to do a small, beautiful house. Okay. That owner, after I finished the house, until then he was. It took me one and a half years to finish the house. Okay. He waited for me to finish the house. Everything after I finished the house, mm-hmm. he said, "Jaisim, I have got something." I want you to come with me for a small dinner, lunch, or something. Say nothing. Put me in his car. You kept the surprise for a year, then. Almost two years. Okay. The contractor who was doing also didn't know people. I mean, he went on the way. He suddenly said, "Will you get down here? I have a little personal work to do." Okay. Hmm? I'll just come back. I couldn't see. I saw a line of trees, avenue trees, and this. I just stood. I said, he said, keep walk. There's a park here. You walk, walking around. This is some commercial work. I'll finish and come mm-hmm. back. I was looking. I just walked a little bit. One man came out. He looked at me. He said, I had. A, he said, are you the architect, Jason? I said, yes. You have come with with Mr. Reddy or somebody. Mm-hmm. Come. Yes. He asked me to say hello to you. Then he looked at me even more closer. He said, don't you know me? I said no, sir. He said no. I'm in charge of this. I said in charge of what? I couldn't say anything. At the time when you first came to Mark, you were uh, in Chitrale's office, and I was just the caretaker, pun, oh, almost wow. like a pun. Then I walked a little more, saw this huge shell. I said, is it real? Oh, wow. Yes, sir. This is the only building that has not been touched and maintained from the, as. It was designed, including he took me. You remember you designed the steel shutters. We have not even changed the steel shutters. It's still the, all the 250 seats, 350 seats, open air auditorium, a changing room, line here, and we spend every year the same budget in which it was built to maintain this building. Oh, wow. To me, the surprise. So this was the first time you saw the building. First time I really saw the building. After what? Almost 40 years. Okay. Best joke was that once some intern I did not had won an international award. Oh wow! By the Royal Institute of British Architects, he was. That's where he appreciated me because it happened recently. Mm. They were looking for shell structures, and they said this was there. We sent. I will. I thought it was something. He simply said, "No, the award belongs to my young architect, not who did it, not me." 
because I literally opposed it. He called me and said, you come back, give me a lecture in my office. On, it's a very rare lecture, only uh, Korea and Doshi and Kanvindes ever oh, wow. lectured. Okay. You are not will I give a talk there. Me, I said, yes, you shut up and give. This is the thing that, then, I just, last week when I went to Lucknow, hmm. the most prestigious buildings in India, all the students were running around, I didn't see anything, what wrong. I, they, I was the chief guest for the evening because all the universal international architects meeting, the Union okay. of International Architects. So will you give a talk? So I was dressed walking around. While walking around, by shim, by just chance, I say happens, coincidence happens. I looked and I said, what's that building, dear? So it is one of the India's top buildings today. I said, there. L.M. Chitale and son, 19, so I said, not 1975 is not right. He said, how do you know? I said, see, it's in my book. It's in this book. Plus, it's in my photograph. So you designed it. I said, of course I designed oh, it. Wow. It's there, I acknowledged it. You should see the attitude. <laughs> this is, these things happen. You don't have to go around. So it's a great, good architecture. It's always appreciated by itself. You don't need somebody else to appreciate it. So this you were not there uh, throughout. Uh, I didn't. Was not there till it finished. Yeah. Because what happened was two years later, in 1970, the year when I decided to, to start your own firm. No, I didn't decide. He one day called me and said, "I think you've had enough of my office. Okay. Uh, what are you going to do? Or you want to go and work with me in my sort bank?" I said, "So whatever you say." Okay, you take a decision. I said, "Sir, you, if you think that I've spent enough time in your office, I quit today." What are you going to try? I said, I have no idea. <laughs> that same year is when I decided to get married. Mm. And for the marriage function, we printed our invitation, printed invitations. So I still remember the wedding thing. We just printed, didn't distribute anything. Oh, okay. The invitation. I said, Woodland. <laughs> Somebody said, no, sir, your reception has been... Uh, is in Woodlands. I said, I never booked in Woodlands. These two near students have all booked. Oh, wow. Then I go there, I find all those students who were, uh, not students, who were the diploma teachers, mm. they were there. And then Mr. Chitale was there. Then I found of all the, Mr. Pithavadian was also there. <laughs> he also, he said, no, I know Jaisim, you do it, but what to do? He wouldn't listen to me, but I'm glad you did it. The whole of architectural fraternity, the entire fraternity of Madras Good. were there. I said, I can't, who said, we're not asking, we're paying for us. <laughs> <laughs> we are looking after, we are happy that a Madras architect can do this work at this time. Because what happened in that, when I went home, my father and mother said, what are you doing? You're just getting married. I said, I have no work, I have nothing to do. Mm. By evening or the next day, one of the clients for whom we were, I was working in Chattula, he came and said, I understand you are no longer working there. He's a Muslim chap. I said, yes, Pakir Muhammad, my then. Can I come and talk to my father? Your first client. First, it's not my father. He just came. Yeah, yeah. I said, my ethics of Fountainhead is I can't touch another client who is working for another architect. Right, right. He said, no, I'm not asking you to do that in Tamil. Separate building I'll give you. He said, then I'll take it up. So from there, same day, went to Kumbakonam, the train. That is when all the three theses that were rejected, mm. 
are all built in my time and all three won awards. Oh, wow. This is the joke of that award. This, my dean, really picked me up again. I built a school for him, walkway. Today, people call about walkway, say, homes and all, I mean, skywalks. Yeah. 1972, we did. Okay. <laughs> I have fun when these foreign architects come. I call them the stupidest architects or American and all this. They don't know anything. One thing, they work clean and neat. We don't work clean and neat. Like, again, it happened when they were at the vice chancellor. Which one is Sami Mudalyar said, want auditorium to be reading. He said, no, I want the dang architect. He was the architect. So he said, what are you doing? I said, they've called me to read to the auditorium. Yeah. And the li- on the Marina Beach Library also, where P.T. Krishnan was involved. That was done by my grandfather. So we read it that came back. Then these four years were phenomenal growth. So your life was, uh, it was a series of bold decisions and it is instinctful, right? Decisions, not decisions, something she was paying and think. Like when I built all the money site, I sold a site and started, uh, had some money. So I bought a site in Kalakshetra colony where people get, that's my usually the first slide I show in my talks, yeah. that house on the sand, mm-hmm. where people say it can't be built. Movement, somebody said it can't be built. <laughs> I built. Okay. I design and build. And do it with my hands. And it works. That is the growth factor. It, it has been a phenomenon. To a point, it grew so fast when this opportunity came to say, not opportunity, by accident, they said, hmm. can you visit Muscat? And yeah, in between, for, you had gone to Muscat. Yeah, for five, right? they said, can you please go? I said, what about my project? Because the fisherman's cottage was going on. Right. The pavilion was going on. I had enough projects which... Any young architect anywhere in the world, I think that I, I almost was the leading architect. I didn't know Korea, I didn't know Doshi and Dala. I thought I was the greatest in India. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't care. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't even bother. But what made you decide to go to Muscat? Because the decision, the IIT Madras called me and said, we have a few who had helped me in the Fisherman's oh, Hotel. Okay. So can you help us? I said, what, one of our young graduates is there. He needs some architectural advice. Can you go for two days? I said, I don't have a visa. That stupid card knows where this musket (laughs) is. Nobody knows. My other client, who was a minister, Mm. heard this discussion. He said, where do you want to go? I said, so for one week in Tamil, one week I have to go to musket. Where is it? I said, I don't know. Some woman, come to my office tomorrow morning. For him it is. So I went to his office tomorrow, uh, next day. There are two people who are hanging around. Get his passport. Give him a passport. I said, don't have to be, no. They're all passport officers, they're photographers, everybody's stacked with them. I was given a passport. Now you go. Only thing is that shake was very shrewd. Moment I landed for one week, I went, talked to Ravi Judge, who was, a very, he was still a good friend of mine. He was IIT. Talk to him, talk to his father. He said, he, he, these are mm. these uh, Arab countries, they hold the passport, you can't go back. Oh, wow. He would not let me go back from the desert. He said, you're not going back. So you, you must take over all this. This construction company, I think yeah. it was called. Hmm? ECIE, I think it was like. So I got stuck with that, then my wife came, she opened a bank. She was from State Bank of India. We call her also for a holiday. The Bank of Muscat and Oman was started by her there with nothing. Oh, okay. All that started. Then one year I left him. We did what people now call as flyer. That's why I have a laugh when I walk around here. Some people doing repairs. They have no clue. 
It's an adventure. It's a phenomenal adventure. After four years, when Ashwini was born, and I was with Consult Canada doing some projects for them. Unbelievable highways, underpasses, secret tunnels, secret airports. So you were exposed to all kinds of projects. All kinds. Then I realized, again. Emphasized within me that the foreigners were cheating everybody in these. Some junk drawings come and clean. They're doing it in India now. Yeah. Look at uh, Andhra Pradesh. All junk drawings. Arman Foster's phallus comes everywhere. Amrati. Uh, all junk. But we get thrown by the white skin. That's when I, I, I used for one fun of this. One big sheikh came and said, I need a big project. My other sheikh said, it won't work like this. Mm. I said, why? He said, wait. So he calls London, calls the taxi driver. He didn't tell me. He said, okay. "Come over." He comes. He puts him in a suit and boot. Jaisim, now you will report to him. He is your driver. He will drive you. Okay. But you pretend because the sheikh told he you drive. He will drive. He actually I brought him as your driver. Okay. But to for this meeting he is your boss. Hmm. So I'll sit behind you, sit here. I will introduce you. Go, you are the architect. He, he walked, <coughs> his name will come. He walked in. Oh, the sheikh was so thrilled to see a white skin dressed. He went and shook his, how does he know he's only a driver? He, this other sheikh, he's, he's going to design it. This man from India will help him draw it. Okay. Uproad, clear, John. That's how we fall to the white. That's how the whole, they ruled the India like nothing. They did some good work, but oh, that's a different thing. They told us. So post that you came back and then you yeah, started this back. long no, journey. No, I didn't want to start anything because Moraji Desai's taxes, all this were all too high. I <laughs> said I am not doing it. I am retiring. So I built a house in Ideal Homes Colony. Okay. Called the Anthem, which means the end of the prayer. Again, influenced by this was your own uh, own home. Mm. But when I was building it, all the students of architecture would keep coming. Sir, we have never seen anything like this. Shankar Narayan, who is one of the top, Parath, all this. So what are you building? Why? We've never seen. We are universities right here. We keep watching from there. This house, and we've been watching what is happening. Then they said, "Come and give a lecture." I had an electric motorcycle, so okay. I would go in electric with my cigar and my mouth. Okay. The uh, principal will get wondering. We see also, who is this fellow sitting with shirts, oh, having a cigar and taking lectures? Okay, but this was in Bangalore, right? Bangalore. 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 So you had uh, after coming after, back, I said Moscow. I will not disturb my practice in Chennai. Chennai. And that I will be in. Bangalore, and because the land was given by my father, Ideal Homes Colony, mm-hmm. housing cooperative, which I still am a director, became mm-hmm. became part of it. Nothing was built. That became an example of running a society and all these things. That's how that first step. That's in, how you settled in Bangalore. In Bangalore, set up, set up base in Bangalore. Shifted from there, shifted from there, then this one. So many things. I thought I won't practice, but people came push. You know, you got a bulls, you got a bulls. And then you had like a series of lo- lot of projects and how did you uh, manage Here, it? no. When I look at it, the number of projects I was doing in that small office of mine in Madras, mm. with just students, because all the students wouldn't go to college. Okay. All of them would come and sit in my office and say, sir, you tell us, we will pretend to go get uh, attendance and come back. Some of the best ones, some of them are the top architects in the country today. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I meet them, sir, any time, sir, you taught. We learned it, said that they'll sit and work on prefabricated homes, pre-stretched projects, bridges, oh, name it. In the 70s. We were doing in the 70s. Wow. 
and then I, I, the climb was too fast, five star. The fisherman's go hotel, that's all that yes. at the Taj. One thing I wouldn't meet the Taj fellow, they were very angry. Why I said, oh, my work is architecture, not yours. <laughs> Even now, then this, and I came back, started, the Bangalore Hospital came, the Idolome Society, one by one got pulled into things. We did one small house for the CRC Mass House mm. from the garage. We ne- one of my youngsters presented it for the JK Awards without telling me it won the award. From there it won the Chairman's Award and the other thing. After that, every three months, I think they don't know what to do. If you don't find anybody, the award is given to me, I think. But how did people get to know about you uh, back These then? These youngsters. That's why I never say no to a student. These students would come, forget the college, forget everything. Come. I would go for any college calls me for a lecture, like your Vijay Vada thing. Right. I share accident, one Dabba building they had, they don't know what to do. Ramesh, no? Yeah, yeah. Ramesh was there. Rather, sir, will you come and at least talk to this? I used to come spend so yes, much sir. time. We even made the master plan for the whole place, how to do it mm. and all this. Chandra Babu Naidu pulled me in those days to Andhra Pradesh to redo his housing, and but he didn't know who I was at that time. He would, he didn't know I was, he left his and then came back. Had I, see, like if, like my other great Bombay uncle, had I gone to him and said, I want to do the project, he would have said yes. Hmm. But I have never gone to a client. Till today, the client has come to us. Okay. That is where... So you're following the philosophy of... Of Ayn Rand or Fontenham. The client must come to you because he, the person, wants or desires something of your environment. Yeah. That is very important. Okay. That's very, very important. So take us through a typical design uh, process or like how do you approach a project and uh, what is the philosophy of your design and your concepts? It's very complexly simple. Okay. Good way to put it. The make simplicity is the most difficult thing in life. But then one thing I learned, the architecture of the East hmm. is not the architecture of the West. But then many, many problems in India is most architects fall into the trap of our historical buildings or colonial traps mm. or imitations and copying. Mm. To get away from that is very difficult. The essence of design must come within you. The problem is the client. Because poor man, he comes and shows you pictures of what he thinks is architecture. Mm. It's up to you to slowly take him through a journey because that is where the plus point comes. When he said, you came to me, Mm -hmm. I didn't come to you. Because you saw something in what I was doing. That's the first first big one. And very frankly, I don't very much believe in function and form. Architecture is space creation in a particular time. The materials of the time and the ability of all the other services of that time freeze it into space. Okay. It's related to time and space. It's very much. Time and space is all architecture. And it is for the human being. Incidentally, it becomes a home. Incidentally, it becomes an education center. Incidentally, it becomes a place of audience. Mm. Unless you're building a commercial center. Mm. That is for a shopping center. Even there, the overall architecture is space and time. After that, what the fellow does interiors is I've never understood interior decorators and interior designers. <laughs> okay. What are they doing fooling around with this place? <laughs> hmm? They come. That is the first principle. 
Then, of course, the budget, the cost, the contractor who understands your way of doing, looking for new expressions and material. Mm-hmm. That is the whole idea. And you, somebody asked me, can you talk about one architecture of yours? I said, I can't. My architecture is a story. Right. It starts from my first building, which I did on my own, and continues till today as one story. Many paragraphs and many chapters have come, many mm. lines have come, but it continues. It'll end in infinity or it'll end one day when I stop. Or some, many people have taken, Chaitan and others have taken off from various, there are at least about 100 to 150 young architects in this country who send me pictures, said, this is what I'm doing, this is what inspired by me, like Chaitan San, oh, wow, or okay. uh, that fellow from Delhi sent stuff to me, or to one from Jaipur sent, can I come and talk to you about it? Yesterday there was another youngster saying, can we do this thing? So this is the expression. The work I, is what defines you. Yes. It defines the design very, very clearly. That as one thing, as you said, it may not be very uh, functional. I don't believe in that process because it's, it's time and that space and who you are. Absolutely. That matters a lot. That defines the philosophy of this education institution. Yes, they're for children. Big children, no other children, where is that place? Tell me, I'll tell you how to go. But many of them will say, can you repeat this school? Can you repeat this school? Sometimes I said, I won't, but I'll put you under somebody who will do it. With me, if you want, keep quiet, I'll push it. It's your job to get it certified by whichever agency it is. I'm not going to bother. So what is your take on, uh, in the book, The Fountainhead, uh, how it broke? Somewhere about, 10 or 12 years back, mm-hmm. I'd gone for an architectural conference in St. Petersburg. Oh, wow. Beautiful place. It had all sorts of architecture all over the world done by that czar. Cutting it short, we were having a conference of international architects. I was the only Indian. Okay. I didn't know these were top names of the world sitting there talking. Just for fun of it, it was fascinating listening to them. One after lunch period when it was free to walk around Petersburg, four of them got out. One from Australia, one from Africa, one from Europe, and one from, I think, Belgium or US something. They both somehow knew each other, they wanted. Then I said, can I all join you also? I was anger. He said, oh, you're from India, come, 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 join. <laughs> so we were walking down the road from this classical building of conference, we walked around the panel. As we walked, we were walking separately, admiring something, things. All five of us, including me, stopped at one building. It is nothing great. Simple, clean. He looked at me, I looked at him, the other person. Why are we all looking at this building? We went around. They on the thing. It's a simple architect, Cameron. Wow. Which means what she wrote, everything she wrote, is true. She admired the building and she turns Henry Cameron into Howard Rock. Wow. And not because he makes him his, his mentor, okay. Henry Cameron. I said, this lady knows architecture. After that and before that, any, when you say, how, what inspires you, where do I get the design hmm. thinking is, 
I, like many people, look at the Quran or the Bible or the Bhagavad mm-hmm. Gita. I come back evening, take the fountainhead outside, knock on it and open the page. The solution to my latest problem is there, without turning another page. Oh, well. Even today. Somebody said, will you do me university? I mean, redo the home. I just basically asked me, now you're doing the Bangalore. I just came and called this, looked around, open page. I said, there. It's there. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> the truth is there. Henry Cameron has the phenomenal. And we became each one. Then he said, how do you know? I said, isn't the name in the fountainhead? Some of them knew. The Japanese didn't know. Then he learned, oh, who? what? He said, I must read fountainhead. All of them read fountainhead. But the philosophy of Fountainhead is more individualistic, you know. It is individualistic. But you think that is changing in the 21st no. century? Where the great cut, architecture is only individualistic. Okay. The rest is rubbish. Because it's a collective... Uh, no, it's rubbish. Collective architecture cannot exist. moment you join two minds, it's a compromise. Okay. 99% is compromise. Hmm. You can have other disciplines coming with you. I need something like 19, that's this thing, I'll give it to you. We need about 19 disciplines led by a person called architect or involved the person Mm. as an architect. Those 19 disciplines I need Mm. to do a new building. I don't need another architect. You get me? Okay. All these are fraud companies which say they have 200 architects. More than one architect or working on a project is stupid. Okay. They can be a draftsman, they can just help you get that pipe. But the design can come only from one place. Yeah, maybe the design, but uh, looking at the whole science of the building. What is the science of the building? Details, yes, go do the door detail. That. That's all from the next level. Okay. But anybody can do. But an architect will understand you better. They're learning through you. Like I was learning through. See, I worked with Chitlis for almost four years. Right. I never questioned his design, hmm. but I never followed his design later. Okay. He was simple, clean, highly detailed. The details helps me even today. Hmm. But my designs have nothing to do with him. And what do you think about the future of architecture? Do you think it's... Future is already here. It's going somewhere. Yesterday we had a big... That's why the conference is coming. Architecture and that yellow thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Notices. They pulled me in. Imagine why should uh, a structural engineers pull me in and as an architect to lead this. The only other person I pulled along with me to help is Girudar. He said, okay, I'll join. <laughs> <laughs> hmm? It is architecture in the future of architecture. Yesterday, my talk was yesterday, today, tomorrow. I think I wrote an article. Only thing that will change is the material. Mm. That's all that can change. And the ability of the designer. Mm. But the rest of it is the human. Human beings don't change. They make these buildings or these materials or the context they mm. change, like you may build on the moon, which mm. means gravity no longer is what it is. I may build underground, which means it's no longer the edifice that matters, something else matters to me. So the context becomes, will contain the content and dictate it. Very important. And what advice would you give for architects, young architects starting on their own? And Start, bold, go, convince, build. You'll always find a client somewhere who appreciates what you do. Okay. You will always find, I always found who came from, where did that flow come? Everybody says, how is it all these Gurujis are friends of yours? 
Hmm. I said, somehow they want, they take the basic design from you and then they disappear. <laughs> that you can't help. See, architecture is one profession and one thing. You are the only profession which does not control the actual execution. Hmm. You are not there. Somebody else builds. Right. All the time. Somebody, the structural engineer designs to his ability, the plumber designs to his ability. You can only give a talk and give a movement. Mm. That's the fascinating part and the most difficult part. Right. That is the great, the abstraction of architecture. Like they said, can you name this thing engineering and architecture? I said engineering is a definition. It's held. Whereas architecture is an abstraction, which you people then define into details. Makes mm. a big difference. Yeah, absolutely. And also, sir, I want to talk about sustainability because, you know, climate <laughs> you change. You are the other fellow. This is the hundredth day. <laughs> I have fun. Moment somebody talk green building, sustainable. I have a laugh. Okay. What is sustainable? You eat food, you are sustained till dinner. You eat dinner, you sustain till breakfast. What is sustainable? What is sustainable? Sustain what? Sustain the space for Future what? Future generations. For what? The future will look after itself. You look after today. The moment you sacrifice today for the future, human beings are dead. We don't even know what technology is going to bring tomorrow. Mm. Isn't it? Then what are you bothered about? Can you build today? That is the most important. This is where the worst thing is the Builders Association, mm. real estate. In India and abroad, they've killed architecture. Absolutely. Totally But they make neat, clean building. They put them in, put us all in cells, cells, cells. Even here, up to a point, I could control. That I can't control. They just do. They won't ask me. They'll just do what they want. Okay. It's easy. Can't call the can pour concrete. Why are you pouring the can? Nobody asks. Because now it's more about the money and. Uh... Money is one. But I think actually they're wasting more money. Half the thing they're doing is they call. Oh, you're expensive. I said, just building is thirty percent cheaper than you building. They don't understand. So how do we change this? Okay. Architecture is an isolation and is will only for those who appreciate it. Mm. It's like art. That's the art part of architecture. Mm. Can art be appreciated by everybody? No. Can't. And some idiots will pay a million dollars for a painting. Doesn't know why. Because he knows the other fellow quoted for one million <laughs> shot. He buys half of them have no clue of art. That's the best part. But you are optimistic of the future. It is. I am highly optimistic. Are you? Even if 1% of the buildings that come in the future has something to explain, that's enough. More than enough. The only movement you do more than that, something. That's one of the reasons why I stopped my practice on a larger scale. You go there, it doesn't make meaning. Numbers don't make meaning. Okay. All right, so let's get to the quick fire round. What is your favorite hobby uh, in general? Think, imagine, and see, can I build this somewhere? Trying to, I'm not a great reader, trying to read some, answer questions. Biggest hobby is to go and meet young architects, <laughs> see what inspires many most professors. Sir, my present students are useless. I said, you are useless, that's why the student <laughs> useless. Okay. And uh, who, who's your favorite architect? Me, me, myself. <laughs> No way. I'm sure you had a lot of insp inspiring All architects. All of them, but when it finally comes to design, no. mm -hmm. I look at myself. Mm. 
my confidence builds, and I admire many, I know all of them, but if I can see it from an outsider, I said, I go see this morning, I smile and come, meet all these great ones, um, conference or the other. I said, and then very often when I quietly, even like the one in where I went, in Turkey, I was showing, everybody was showing, I was not doing this, I just, this is not another conference. Yeah. One of the younger foreign architects, they were all, sir, what are you from? You're from Delhi. I mean, you're from India. Uh, what do you do? I said, I just came to attend this international conference. We have a small room we were sitting. Because can I, what sort of works you do? I said, I don't know, but I have a small pen drive. Okay. If you want, have a look. I didn't know these were great dadas. They became great friends. I showed the pen. You mean you can build like this? You can design like this? Wow. They haven't. That's why I said they don't have. They are controlled and controlled and controlled. When I exposed this block, mm -hmm. which is not Indian, this is made from Spain and Peru and all, they've never exposed this block. I said, why did you make this grow so to plaster it? I said, no, it's so beautiful. <laughs> and when they come, some of them come here, they said, we didn't know we could do this. Wow, great, sir. No, it is interesting. I mean, it doesn't bother me. Like the roof, huh? huh? Those who appreciate flying. <laughs> I'm sure you've worked with a lot of materials in your life. Everything is a material. Okay. So you don't have any particular There's material? There's no such thing as plastic waste. As plastic is the gold and diamond of the future. Wow. It's the most beautiful material I ever touched my hand on. Okay. And what is your favorite style of architecture? There's my no. style. <laughs> That's all. I can't say anything else. All right. So what uh, What does a typical day in your life look like? Can you take us? Sometimes I wish I could sketch more, draw more, something, read more. But you're always traveling and giving talks. Traveling, talks. In the beginning, I used to prepare for my talks. Then I found the moment you prepare for a talk, it is history. <laughs> okay. The audience has no context to it. But the mm. moment I go and see the audience and then I talk to them, I become one with them. Oh, wow. This, the slides are just the background to keep some of them interested. But then when you talk with them, that is a talk. Mm. Prepared talk is history. Okay. What I want to do is go back 4,000 years and come back to find the roots of Indian architecture, the subcontinent, and bring back across all the civilizations that have approached into mm. us, and then get back into a sense of them. Can we identify that is what, that's one of my thinking, let's see. And apart from the Fountainhead, which other architecture books would you recommend? Anything. Read every book on earth you can read. Okay. <laughs> oh, read, 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 read. Because you never know, in two lines will be there somewhere inside that will inspire you. How did I know Fountainhead will inspire me? Mm. Isn't it? Read if you can. Difficult. And uh, also, coming to a close, what one? what is one thing that you feel I should have asked, but uh, didn't? Oh, you ask lots of questions. <laughs> How can I do? When when I wrote the book, they said, what titles for my... Ashwini sat with me and we said, what do you call it? I said, the only thing I know titling is what Ayn Rand would have titled the house called I Do. Mm. So I titled it I Do. Okay. It's about it. Do what you believe in. 
That's what I believe. And you will find everything is not rosy. It's, see, the more the difficulty, the more the you go down a hill and come up a valley and this thing, you'll find the greater the struggle, the greater your architectural realization. The journey is, if it's all, you ask me one question, if you go up the peak, what would you do? Mm. I said, this was asked to me by a very large office and a university. I said, I don't want to go to the peak. He said, what do you mean? In the peak, I'm lonely. And when I see from the lonely, I conquered, I see more peaks. Then when I come down to the valley, I'm lost in the beauty of the valley. The valley is my adventure. The peak, alone to do nothing. Wow. It happens. All right, guys. So that was the ninth episode of the Ark Gyan podcast. Hope you guys liked the episode. If you did, please do like and subscribe on whichever podcast platform you're listening from. This is your host, Manish Paul Simon, and I'll see you on the next episode.